Welcome to the Bedpost Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Erin Pym, and I'm the producer of the theatrical variety show Bedpost. Here at the podcast, I uh, like to welcome past performers and guests from my show into the studio to talk more about sex and sexuality with me. But today we have a special guest who hasn't even yet done the show, so she falls into that and beyond category. Uh, it is comedian Amanda Day. Hi. Hi and welcome. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Oh my God, it's my Pushed pleasure. Pushed my way onto this podcast. Oh yeah, you just <laughs> bullied yourself right in there. Yep. Love it. I think it was literally like you added me to Facebook and I was like, well, I'm sending her a message immediately. <laughs> I love that um, because like I'm I'm a little uh, social media shy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I only have social media for bed posts, basically. Right. So I've never indulged personally. So mm-hmm. like when people actually connect with me, I'm like, oh, my God, the Internet. Like <laughs> it, it just. Out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's actually is foreign to me yeah. like, for people to do that. So I'm always like, oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> like I just am so into it. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's always like a weird thing for me because like they're very intertwined for me, the social media and the self-promotion as well is all yeah. basically the same thing. And it is strange because, uh, you know, as as performer and as a lady, I have had to have balance kind of interacting with people who are they fans are they interested romantically what is are what, they why total are, creeps why are they messaging me yeah. why is a message going to me <laughs> should i should i be polite or should i just this, completely ignore yeah. it well, how I, do i handle this yeah because yeah. you produce a bunch of shows yes. and you are also a fellow podcaster that's correct yeah. date fail date fail yeah podcast. yeah amazing <laughs> uh which i listened to a few episodes because yeah. i because uh, you contacted me and i honestly didn't know you at all so i <laughs> did some research love your podcast thank you yeah uh how did that get started uh, I was uh, I, I was single and yeah. uh, I, Dean Young had started the um, uh, the Talk Hole Podcast Network and I was kind of looking for um, some some sort of podcast to kind of put out there. I was very interested in just having something kind of out there as a podcast mm-hmm. and I thought that that would be a good angle on just just getting people to and comedians particularly uh, to talk about relationships and dating and stories dating and stuff like that because we're all just so fucked up we're <laughs> all just trying to make our way in this in this crazy old world yeah and so yeah so it, it and and it's sort of like I, I kind of like uh you know going out to uh, uh to hang out with comedians sometimes can get very competitive in terms of trying to get attention i usually wind up being kind of uh passive listener a, wa- a wallflower wallflower when it comes to like just everybody drinking at the bar kind of a thing but i do enjoy just being able to get people one on one and just talk to them as well so yeah yeah also... yeah yeah well why i started my podcast i had already done the live the stage show for maybe a year or so and then i realized that i had some amazing guests and they were only on stage for like 10 minutes and i was like they have so much more to say yeah. like even I had some amazing professionals in the sex, sex and sexuality 
uh, biz fields, yeah. uh, fields um, <laughs> go up there and only talk for 10 minutes. And I'm like, oh my God, what a waste yeah. of a guest, you know? So like just to get a more in-depth conversation was yeah. like the the total drive for me. Right. Do you have a nostalgically favorite episode of yours? I don't know. I like I've had a lot of good talks. Um, or like some of your favorite topics even that you've touched on? Uh, I I kind of like, I kind of like talking about weird messages that uh, people get. Oh, we all get a ton them. of them. Yeah. Uh, I had a, a, a blog going for a little while just of these these posts that I would get from people who didn't know how to interact with one another. This is on beings. I mean, you can find uh, you can find if you go to my website, you can find a link to the blog. Yeah. But it was also just posted throughout my uh, social media and my Instagram uh, when it was happening. But if you just want those posts specifically, you can go to the blog on the website. Yeah. Is this all just like from dating websites? This was all from dating all websites. From dating. Now that I'm not, I, I'm in a relationship right now, so now mm -hmm. I'm not really on any of these dating websites. Um, <laughs> But I once in a while I'll still get a strange message here and there, but not at the volume, the, the high high volume, volume that I was getting just uh, from 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 OK Cupid and things like yeah, that. So yeah, so OK Cupid. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, OK Cupid was one. Plenty of fish. Um, I think I think those were the big ones. I found. I, th I think once people match with people on Tinder, unless you're really there's no chatting that happens, right? There's not. Well, with Tinder, you have to match before you can just before you can start talking. So yeah. at least there's sort of like some interest there. I think if people are in it at all for like, let's see if there is any actual like if if there can be a hookup or any kind of situation, you're gonna meet. They don't want to. Well, well, they don't want to fuck around in terms of like, nah, I'm just depressed and it's three in the morning. <laughs> and I just like, want to yeah. bother people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, they don't get trolly necessarily. I've gotten a few, but uh, but Plenty of Fish is just sort of like, nobody wants to talk to me. Like, you're a whore. Like, just oh. copy and paste to everyone. Like, who knows how many, like, just weird, horrible things. Yeah. <laughs> who knows how many people they sent? Yeah. You're a whore, too. And it was just, and, and like, <laughs> I, mean, I would get like weird, I would get like, somebody sent me a a, a photo of I guess it was cocaine it was a white powder <laughs> cut into a smiley face and it said interested and I was like what is happening Ooh, wow. this isn't society anymore <laughs> wow you do you want the person that would reply to that that would be like oh man I need to get so high it's right just, now well I mean like that was a thing that I discovered as well in terms of human experience was just sort of like there are people who are on there who what they are looking for is like they want to do some drugs with somebody and fuck them all night. Right. That's what right. they're that's what they're out for. Which you know? I mean doesn't sound terrible, I guess, when you put it like that. But yeah. <laughs> that's the experience they're looking for. <laughs> it's but, not a bad yeah, exactly. <laughs> Consensual partners. Uh but I just like that's always touchy with me just in terms of like boundaries, because if you're tripping balls with somebody you don't know them very well, that's the only and that's a guy and a you're guy. a girl, yeah. then you gotta be then you gotta more careful more on that. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever I've gotten myself into a situation like that, it's never gone horribly for me, but I've Good. always been like, what am I doing? Like, later on, it was like, I could have been killed. Yeah. Because I was... It's totally... I was like, why did I... I was so horny. What's wrong with me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I've so been, like, uh, just pussy-blinded, perhaps. Exactly, yeah. Where I'm just like, dude, so hot. And then it's like... 
At one point, um, I've been catfished a bunch. Really? First of all. Yeah. I'm in a relationship now, so this is like back in the day. But, oh, I've been catfished a bunch. And I'm just like, dude is so hot. And like any warning bells, I'm like, but so hot. <laughs> like I just ignore. And then afterwards, it's like, oh, well, yeah, so you should Did should've. you go and, and meet the guy? And no, but. a totally different guy? The, the one particular person I'm thinking of, someone kind of wised me up to do like the Google image search, oh, that whole situation. So like, you can see if they're, you can see where else, if they're right. somewhere else, then just that person pretending they're sending a selfie right. to you, you can see where they are posted. Right. Um, and they most definitely were posted on an, oh, a no. uh, model's website. Of course. Of course they were. Yeah. So, um, and which point I was like, stupid, yeah. stupid. Like, clearly this guy's an international model. No yeah. real <laughs> person looks like that. Yeah. Like, uh, and there are other so warning bells. The, but... the headshotty look is always kind of a thing you have to look out for when it when it comes to things like that. It's sort of like, does, does, yeah, but like, like if you if it's a mirror selfie or stuff like that, you can kind of be like, mm, okay, probably legit. Yeah. But if it's like, <laughs> yeah, posy, yeah, pose, all, all yeah. posed and perfectly I'm lit. I'm by the lake for some reason and perfectly lit, and my hair is blowing in the breeze. Yeah. Who yeah. took this? Some passerby. You know. <laughs> Just got it out there. I got some amazing filters on this thing. Yeah, yeah. You know? No filter. Hashtag yeah. no filter. <laughs> I woke up like this. By yeah, the I... ocean. <laughs> By the ocean. <laughs> Sunrise. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever experienced anything like that? Am I the only one? I no, feel like... I think I probably have uh, been talking to somebody and then kind of... Realized uh, they're not real. Realized, yeah, but never gotten to the point where I was maybe necessarily meeting them. But sort mm -hmm. of like, okay, you're just like... Maybe somebody was just trying to specifically engage me in like sex, sex talk or that kind of thing. Right. And then I'm kind of looking at the photo. Oh, and I'm kind of thinking like mm, trying to add things up yeah or it's sort of like well this is kind of like you know, you know, I don't really get anything out of uh, like just sexting or, 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 or anything like that personally like it doesn't really do anything for me I'm willing to indulge in a partner uh, with a partner if it's sure but but not uh, a stranger but, but yeah exactly <laughs> oh, no, but okay, not Cuban. a stranger so just sort of like well what's going on here and it's sort of like oh this guy's picture's probably not yeah what, what um, I think was the big bluff was he was very enthusiastic to meet me Mm -hmm. like kept like not in a not in a pushy kind of weird way where I'm like okay this guy's being too forward or too yeah. pushy but just every once in a while suggesting that you know that we so go meet really yeah so like I wonder and this is the dude that was like <laughs> taking the headshots, the models, the headshots <laughs> they weren't yeah. headshots but essentially taking these models yeah. uh Instagram fucking pictures or whatever and so that was a bluff for me because I'm mm -hmm. like what could I have been murdered? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know, like, yeah. say we did, obviously, I know to meet in a public space yeah. and, you know, all that. However, still, like, what would have happened? Well, I think at least if you meet in a public space, say you go there and it's not the person who you think it is. Like, like who, who's, who's, who, like, who indulges past that? No, you exactly. You really just be like, no, I got to get out of here. Like, I, this I is feel a like, lie. I feel like there's no way you could have looked anything like right. this international model. Yeah. So what, what, like, what was his game plan? Yeah, what was point? the game plan yeah. there? Who's <laughs> Kidnap this model. Yeah, you drug him. <laughs> Reprogram his mind. Weakened at Bernie's yeah. him. <laughs> 
<laughs> like my friend over there, he's really tired, but he thinks you're cute. <laughs> oh, what's that? What's that? <laughs> he said your eyes are like uh, a pools of. <laughs> so I was like, could that have been a potentially dangerous situation? Or, or the other thing I was thinking, like, would they have just not shown up? Yeah. In which case, why? Maybe that was the bluff. Like, if I keep saying, let's meet, let's meet, she won't think I'm fake. Right. <laughs> she won't think I'm a total troll. Um, but no, we'll never like, know. Hey, can I borrow $40? And then, <laughs> and then my circle is complete. <laughs> yeah. So we'll never know. But, um, yeah. So, okay, Cupid, Tinder, what other kind of things had you uh, uh, indulged in? Uh, for the most part, those I was tr- kind of trying to uh, trying to get on FetLife, but I never oh, yeah. really understood the the format of it. It was different from a regular dating website. It seemed a little more interactive with boards and things like that, oh, and okay. so I just really didn't understand the platform the platform itself. So I was like, like yeah. I'm not. I'm not even that into hair pulling. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the other thing. Like everybody I meet, they're like, "Oh, you like I'm in a relationship now." But like, they're everyone I meet is like, "You need to be on FetLife," and I'm like, I don't know what I would put on there. Like, yeah. like yeah, I'm into sex and sexuality, and I like kink. How that's the most vague term ever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kinky. That's the most general thing ever to say. Um, but like. I don't, what would I put on there? Like, cause I'm not really in, as you're saying, it's like some mild I'll kind do of some stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Play along. Yeah. You know, I guess I kind of identify like in a more submissive kind of mindset mm-hmm. when role play is happening mm-hmm. and, and, or uh, dirty talk is yeah. happening. But beyond that, I'm not into like, I don't want to be choked. No, I don't, I don't like want to be yeah. like slapped, maybe no. a little spank yeah. or something. Yeah, that's okay. fine. Yeah. But is that enough to be on FetLife? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you kind of have just a passing interest. Vanilla rough play. Is that a thing? Is yeah. That like is a... that FetLife enough? Is that, uh, yeah. do I qualify? I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm an exhibitionist. I like to take a yeah, lot of yeah. naked pictures, <laughs> put them in various people's possessions. Yeah. But is that enough for fat life? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, have you ever been <laughs> <laughs> too competitive with your kink, you know? Just like, oh. <laughs> Do I have to? Yeah. I don't know. Um, have you tried the Bumble? Have you tried Bumble? I I kind of got out of the dating scene, I think, just as Bumble was kind of oh, getting okay. on. But I was always very, like, as... Uh, as I was like when I was single, I was talking about it. Like I really wish that there was some kind of an app where it really was more on uh, the the woman to make contact and to kind of keep that conversation going. Because I found um, I you know I have a lot of cultural programming in terms of being like I, I'm bisexual, but I'm very passive in terms of really kind of getting out there or any or, or like making contact with people. I'm very shy and I don't really do well. I, I need somebody much more extroverted to just approach kind of, you. to approach me uh, because I, otherwise I'm like, <laughs> I'm yeah. very, I'm very really kind of a lot of, a lot of, I guess walls it looks like, but it's really just kind of general shyness yeah. and like, don't judge me. Yeah. Uh, very awkward. So, and uh, I think, isn't that how a lot of the traditional platforms, dating platforms are set up, right? Because it's mostly just men messaging men on messaging, mass. messaging, messaging, messaging. And then as well, you, you get a little gun shy messaging yourself because you're just dealing with all these messages. Yeah. It's, like, it's just like a huge influx for women. And then it's overwhelming. You're looking 
looking at all the messages, and by the time you get to the end of it, maybe several people have said mean things to you, or some, or there was something yeah, untoward. Yeah, yeah, they've messaged you again. Yeah, yeah, they've messaged yeah, you, and you then they've mess- responded, and then they've responded with fury. Yeah, that yeah, you would yeah. Have- and it's like I'm still reading all yeah. the things. I haven't even got thought about replying to, to anything. You. Oh my god, I had that happen. This just came up recently in my uh, uh, in my Facebook feed as a memory. Like Facebook hits. <laughs> Thanks, you Facebook. So I want to like, remember that. This, this abusive post that was sent to me. Remember? By this guy. Remember? Remember this when you were single and guys were really mean to you for no reason? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so it's this post where like, again, it, I simply did not respond to this guy. Uh, and then the, and, and I think, you know, he had, uh, said a general thing about, you know, he was responding to, um, you know, he, uh, he, he liked punk rock music. Like I had said in my pro profile, I had named some bands that I liked and things like that. And like, you know, I was, uh, you know, I, I was like 30. I was just like kind of heading into that. So at, at that point, sort of like, you want to know my musical interests? Here they are. But that is not a basis for a relationship. Uh, so like, but we both love punk. Like, no, uh, it's no, not that's not enough. not enough at all. Uh, so, so that was very nonplussed to begin with. And then, uh, you know, uh, and I didn't particularly like, uh, the profile or, or the profile picture. It was just no reason after no of reason. all the reasons of all the, the messages that I'd been sent, no reason to respond to this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, if you're wondering why ladies don't respond to your messages, it's cause it would be a full-time job. To uh, reply to all to of them. To reply to all the friggin' messages. Like, yes. it's just, you have to let it go. It's just to, like, respond if the answer is yes. Let it go if it's not. Yeah. Um, but uh, this guy, I, I just never responded to the guy. I don't even think that much time had passed to begin with. And he sent me this message back. Like, huge paragraph. Like, to, to screenshot it. It took several screenshots of <sighs> my phone and that kind of thing. Just this huge thing about, like... Uh, uh, you're not punk. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he stuck with the punk thing. But yeah, like, and, and like, you know, punks would acknowledge one another no oh matter if they were ugly or, or learning disabled. Or, oh, wow. Or like, and like, yeah, but like picking those like things as, as the reasons that I should, that I didn't acknowledge him when it was really like. No, I just, I just out like, of the hundred, that I wasn't one of them. Yeah, you weren't, you didn't make the cut, but. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you weren't in the top 10 yeah, that I ended up exactly. messaging. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that probably is culling to like a top 10. Yeah. Um, and, 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 but just like really like, yeah, it's like, yeah, the antithetical to punk, you, you're a real princess, you, you're, uh, you, you don't come across as funny in your profile. So I don't know how you're a comedian and I just like really just like. Poor baby, I didn't, I didn't, yeah, exactly. It was just such a, such a baby fit to have, you know? Baby man, such a child man fit And like, and what a, and really whenever I've gotten any, any kind of message like that, and I, I, I hope every woman or anybody who gets a message like this feels that way. It's just 100% like, boy, dodged a bullet right there. Because what a dick that you can't handle, like, someone not replying to some message that you probably copy and pasted or that yeah, you just saw. Most likely. Or that you just saw the the buzzword punk rock and were like, this is the girl this for me. This is the one. That you put all this energy, energy into. to. Like, oh, please. Yeah, can you imagine going on, if you went on a date with that, a dude. Being in a relationship with this person who has, who puts all these <sighs> ideas on you, you know, it doesn't see you as a person. It's like a freaky, that's it's so immature and scary. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> 
Holy hell. Yeah, that was a very, very strange thing. Yeah. Ugh. Have you ever gotten into, had a, like, situation where you did go on a date and just right away it was like, oh, dear, this person is not. Or do you have a good screening process? I feel like I have a good screening process. Do you well, feel like you can tell? Kind not of... really here. Like, like I feel like I've made bad choices when it co- has come to partners where I sort of like. Oh, we all have. Yeah. Uh, so I don't necessarily feel like, boy, I've got great taste. Yeah. Like, I really know how to pick them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but for the most part, I definitely haven't found myself on dates in which I felt like. How do I get out of this? How do I get out of this? Like, i got to leave this. Maybe, okay, not. Not a real spark or anything like that, but uh, you know, no reason to immediately. No reason where to like, are the exits? Yeah, like <laughs> I just got a phone call. Yeah, you've never <laughs> faked a, yeah, faked yeah, a phone like, call. My sister is sick. I don't have a sister. <laughs> Her baby. <laughs> Her baby, though. She's gone into labor. <laughs> I have to go. No, I'm her, <laughs> I'm her midwife. No, I'm delivering it. You understand. That's what, that's why I got to go so soon. Um, <laughs> but obviously, you you had some success because you're in a partnership yeah. right now. So where did you meet him? I, I met him in real life. In real life. Because I was so... IRL. Like, IRL. I was so <laughs> absorbed with... I'll, I'll meet someone online because I was, uh, I'm a comedian and in, in comedy, you're really meeting other, you're meeting other comedians it's and that can, it's very, any, any, any community. art community, any real community, it eventually gets incestuous after a while. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, people just wind up <laughs> sleeping with one another. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, it, and it happens. And, and, but it was just like, just, just had gone to that well too many times with really, and like, that was the only well, like it was just the only, that's all you I do. was meeting men. Yeah. So, uh, or, or That's anybody. the only time you go out is to do comedy it's, or to see do, comedy. Exactly. And like, other than that, and really like, I'm kind of a homebody otherwise, you know, I, I like to go out. I don't like to be super, uh, introverted, but, uh, you know, my, my, a good time for me is like, yeah, let's like put a face mask on and like <laughs> hang out and watch, watch TV or something like that. Watch planet earth and that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Like that, that's a good time for me for sure. Uh, so <laughs> for sure. So it, <laughs> So, so, so it wasn't like I was, you know, I wasn't part of any kind of meetup. I wasn't, you know, I didn't have any kind of, you know, uh, dating to begin with uh, on online was kind of tough because people would be like, oh, well, what are your hobbies? And uh, it, like comedy was it. Like, the, what, what do you do outside of comedy? Nothing. Like, there nothing else. So it was really hard kind of making that connection for a while as well. Mm-hmm. Um because I had nothing else going on, but I just couldn't couldn't deal with the situation again of like trying to <laughs> trying to make things work with a comedian, with a comedian, and yeah. then having things not work, and then seeing that person around, Ugh, yeah. uh, or even or even not, just sort of just like you know, just very a lot of that profession involves a lot of selfishness and dickery, and so there's a lot of that personality, a lot of the same, a lot of the uh, same, and yeah. It's, yeah, and you know, yeah, I'd, <laughs> I'd met an abusive ex through through comedy. He, I wouldn't really like he's he was an actor, uh, but he had gotten into comedy as well to expand his resume, I suppose. And I met him through that. So it was just again the well was like, this is not really where I'm going to meet quality men from this point. 
cool, so I've got to expand this mm-hmm. into to other options. So what did you do? So I got on, on online dating because yeah. what else was I going to really do? That was you know it was very hot at the time. Why not check it out? Um, it's but not I, weird anymore. Yeah, everyone's exactly. doing it. Exactly, everyone's yeah. doing it. So uh, I I was very focused on that for a while. I was going on a lot of dates, um, and uh, but but after a while uh, I I was I had um, I had. Sandra Badalini on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know Sandra, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And she was uh, she was saying something to me about um, sort of like you just have to open yourself up in your real life to possibilities and things like that. And I'm sort of thinking about that. And there was a guy who uh, has started to show me interest at the weekly show that I run at Hotbox Cafe. Cool. Who kind of just sort of started hovering around the margins, if you will, and the uh, periphery, yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know, started to kind of hang out with uh, the crew there, and, and and was a regular there, but would also come by the 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 comedy uh, night as well, and um, eventually uh, he asked me out on Facebook. <laughs> That's funny. And uh, I, I remembered what Sandra had told me, and I was like, okay, you know, he's not a comedian, so you know, he's it, it, it's Check. not it's not quite uh, shitting where I eat. It is it is somebody from from the show, but it's not somebody who works there. So I, it it felt like it was okay outside of the periphery enough, enough. That, I, that that it wasn't like kind of too bad if I would sort of just see and you know go on a date with this guy and not have to overthink it too much and worry like oh no I'm gonna have to deal with people or situations if this doesn't work out or things like that so I just went on a date with the guy and we, we liked each other so and we liked each other we just kept seeing each funny other funny how that happens in real life <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey I like you yeah <laughs> and you guys have been dating for a couple of years now uh, we've, uh, we, we kind of moved in together after the first year. So like February, it'll be year two. I think that's oh, what that, that's yeah. lovely. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so what do you now on your podcast, what do you find yourself talking about since well, you are still, in a relationship? I, I mean, we still, uh, we, I mean, I still talk, I would still like to talk to people about online dating, but I find yeah. that expanding the podcast into relationships in general also kind of lets people work a little more, uh, in terms of what they can talk about, mm-hmm. because I know a lot of people who maybe haven't necessarily tried online dating, mm-hmm. but they can say a lot about relationships yes. or maybe somebody where that hasn't necessarily been their focus, but they have a lot of other stories to tell in terms of, you know, meeting people love, love and, and life and, and these things. So it, it's always great to have to it, the, really the options have kind of expanded to a certain extent and it's yep. not as rigid as it was and that makes it I think a little bit better of a listen because I think mm-hmm. before it was a lot of like well what's the story I have about online dating and now it's like what's something from my love life I can talk about right yeah, yeah opens it up a bit how many episodes have you done of the podcast uh, I think it's about 60 now I think it's awesome. Yeah. Good for you, man. Yeah. And that's date fail. Date fail. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Uh, we're going to take a little bit of a break and we'll be right back with Amanda Day. This episode has been brought to you by the worker owners of Come As You Are. Come As You Are has the peculiar distinction of being the world's only worker owned cooperative sex shop. With its feminist and anti-capitalist values, Come As You Are only carries sexuality products that they truly believe in at the lowest price possible. Enter coupon code BEDPOST when you check out at comeasyouare.com to receive a 15% discount. And don't forget that shipping on orders over $50 is free in Canada. 
So that's B-E-D-P-O-S-T when you visit comeasyouare.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We're here with Amanda Day. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello. (laughs) Uh, We're going to talk about sex. Sure. Let's talk about it. (laughs) Uh, Do you talk about actual sex a lot on your podcast? Um, Yeah. I would say pretty frequently. I talk a lot about sex in in my act as well. Yes. That's a frequent topic. Yeah, yeah. In your stand-up act, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you're inspired by your your sex life. Yeah, well, I mean, like I think when I started when I started comedy, I was a late bloomer when it came to to sex to begin with, mm-hmm. um, and it was around the time that I started comedy as well. So, okay. um, so it was all very new. So it was and all like... very new at the same time, and, and so uh, so so it was also a little bit of like, <laughs> sex is weird, right? It's just like. <laughs> Isn't it strange? <laughs> just like indulging in it for the first time and just like having the the, the newness of it was very like yeah. <laughs> just kind of dealing with it on stage to a certain extent. But uh, <laughs> just processing sex. Yeah. Like, Why are all these people choking me? Isn't it weird? <laughs> Hilarious, right? Uh, <laughs> Why don't they ask? <laughs> I love it. That's so great. yeah, so there was there was sort of that to a certain to a, a pretty large extent. <laughs> but it's sort of like I I kind of found uh, growing up I I felt very detached to a certain extent. Uh, I was I was I was depressed kind of growing up. I felt very socially detached, mm-hmm. and so kind of getting into sex was also kind of getting into how people work and kind of learning about other people and like, how do, how the fuck do I interact with human beings? Mm. Uh, Cause I was just very, very smart and very isolated. And so it kind of, kind of turned into a learning exercise as well. Right. So that kind of, yeah, it all kind of turned into a big processing game of sort of like seeing like, is this relatable? <laughs> Normal, right? <laughs> yeah. Do people like this? Yeah. <laughs> So when, uh, so what, do you have a story about like your first time or working up towards your first time? It was sort of like, <laughs> it was weird because it was kind of like a decision that I had made very definitively where okay. I was sort of like going to lose my virginity. Okay. It's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I had met a guy who had like just kind of like tried to pick me up on the street. But yeah. <laughs> And, like on the sidewalk, right? Like, yeah, he was like, <laughs> and was like, hi, and I was like, hello, and because uh, <laughs> I'm open to the universe, and uh, like you know, you know, I, I found him attractive enough, and so uh, I I had uh, I had hung out with him for a little bit. Uh, he we'd gotten drunk together. Uh, he had. Uh, eaten my pussy, which had never happened before. Oh, so really? I, uh, laughed through the entire thing, uh, and then he was very drunk, so he passed out, and uh, <laughs> uh, and then I uh, left. <laughs> And then, uh, like, a few weeks later, I found him again, because I knew where he was, and <laughs> he was on that street corner. <laughs> this guy wasn't homeless, and, by any chance. No, he wasn't homeless, but he, he'd been homeless uh, before. Great, great. Uh, so, but, it, yeah, it was just, uh, so... <laughs> Like I 
and said, homeless. Great choices. Yeah. Uh, but but I found but I found him like again later, and I was like, you know, guys, you know, I found him attractive. Definitely, really wanted to lose my virginity. He went down on uh, me. He went down on me. Uh, it was just sort of like, well, this is someone who I can do it with. And right. a lot of the time, if I've been in kind of that awkward headspace of semi-crisis, kind of like, what's like, I gotta figure something out, kind of a thing. It's sort of like, well, who do I feel safe? Doing this way. Yeah, and, and you had already been reason, with him. Yes, it, because I had already been with him. So I was sort of like, okay, this is going to be the guy. Yeah. And uh, so... <laughs> this is great. So I took him... <laughs> so I didn't take... Well, like, I did take him. I took him back to his place. And... Uh, <laughs> you took him back to I his I took place. him back to his place. And <laughs> this way, I know where it is. Yeah. <laughs> from before. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, like, we... Uh, sex was initiated. Okay. And, uh, and because I had never done it before and I had such little experience, mm-hmm. uh, I think at, at one point I was, uh, I was on top of him and I think he expected me to put his penis into my vagina. Yep. Uh, but I didn't know anything. Yep. And I was never a big porn watcher either. Okay. So like, I, you know, I know, I know the mechanics and things <laughs> like that, but I kind of was of the idea that I could just kind of back up on into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can just kind of Oh, that's so push. funny. I just had a memory. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is so funny. Relatable. Um, <laughs> this is a relatable story. Um, I remember my first time, which wasn't fantastic. Dude, dude is crap. Uh, just the worst uh, person. But I didn't, like, I didn't, I wanted him to be, like, on top of me, like, mm-hmm. parallel touching right. me. Yeah. Like chest to chest. Yeah, I wanted chest to chest. Yes. And it wouldn't happen that way. Like he had to be like missionary style. He had we had to be perpendicular right. to each other. And I kept trying to like no here. Closer, yeah. No here. Yeah. yeah. And then no, he'd have to be to get the angle yeah. correct. He had to be up there and I was like, no. <laughs> didn't like that he was up there yeah yeah I didn't just like because I I guess I wasn't really a big porn watcher either and I didn't really get that I did I didn't understand the angles as you're saying so sorry because I cut you off yeah no no it works (laughs) so you thought you could just kind of back up on it and so he was like uh have you ever done this before and I was like no No. no. And uh, he was like, okay. And I was like, I still want to do it. And so we had sex anyway. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think it, I think the whole uh, thing had made him kind of nervous, but it was still, I think it was still, you know, I'm sure a lot of guys also fantasize about like, ah, oh, mm-hmm. loser. And I was consenting. Like, definitely it was my plan. Yeah. Uh, that was the whole, the whole thing. Yeah, you were. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> conniving and uh, cunningly uh, laid traps uh, <laughs> with my pussy. Eating, uh, <laughs> ooh, and then uh, he'll be back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so uh, then we dated for two years. <laughs> I didn't expect that. Yeah. That's great. I'm a nice girl. <laughs> and he wasn't homeless anymore. Yeah. Well, I, he like he, I'm he, fucking with you. He was. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like we we had fun. Like, oh sure. You know, he was a fun guy. Young we, love. Yeah. Uh, yeah. First time. Yeah. Exactly. You know, you know, stay in and watch shit and make fun of it on TV. You know? Yeah. 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 It's a fine romance. 
<laughs> we never talked about our feelings, but you know, but you know, <laughs> first time yeah. says a lot. You know, you feel like you gotta. Apparently, he felt bonded as well. Yeah, you both felt like you he had did to... not have to talk to me ever again. I suppose, but he talked to me for a while <laughs> <laughs> for the next two years. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, and then you started doing comedy around that time. Yeah. You started yeah. talking about it. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god, yeah. were you always very open about talking about sex? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I never was instilled with proper shame, I guess. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. What was going. Good for you. Uh, my mom, um, I was raised by a single parent, uh, so that's why I'm saying my mom instead of my parents. Yep. Uh, for anyone who is wondering, it's like, what was your dad doing in all this? Not present. <laughs> He's not uh, there. Not in the picture, um, which also explains things, perhaps. Maybe. Uh, in, terms of, <laughs> in terms of my choices with men. Uh, <laughs> this guy on a street corner. Uh, dad? No. Uh, <laughs> Where are you? Uh, so, um, uh, yeah, uh, she wanted me to have all the information. She didn't. Uh, she didn't really want to talk to me about it. I think okay. that was that was her own hang up. That was her own kind of sense of shame around it. Was that it was it was very uncomfortable for her to talk about to me. But she really thought the information was important. So uh, I remember being shown where did I come from when I was very young. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, just, just around that time that you would show a kid that. Maybe sure. like five or something like five or six. Yeah. Um, Baby. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, you know, then that's a very child-friendly kind of uh, yeah. way of explaining it to them when they start Babies asking questions. Babies and mommies, like tummies. That. Exactly. And, then, yeah. and they go for a special hug. And then it's just like a... <laughs> You know, the parts, but then the parts are not like, it's just like a sheet that they're yeah. comically, cartoonishly bouncing around under. Yeah. Um, so so that, uh, she bought me uh, Dr. Ruth's Sex for Dummies when I was oh, in puberty, wow. which was... That's great! Which is great, but it was like a lot of information very quickly. It's just sort of like, it's here's puberty and on to analingus. Like, it's just like all the information at once. Did you like eat that up? Like, I did. I, I did feel like at the time book. I would just be like, oh, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. Like I would just be so into it. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Uh, yeah, I definitely read that whole like thing. Like, anytime I got cover my... Cover to cover. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, anytime I uh, got my hands on, like, any Dan, Dan Savage kind of mm-hmm. things when I was young, I was yes. like, oh, my God, just to, like, learn about, like... Yeah, well, like, Dr. Sue Johansson. Yeah, Sue's show. Yeah, yeah, I did. Was, yeah. yeah, me too. I was watching that. And I was just, yeah, a sponge yeah, at that point. Before I was having sex, I knew that you could massage a man's prostate for him to have... Uh, wow. Like, why, like... Why did I know that? Yeah. I have that... I have that information i know that yeah <laughs> wow oh my god that's amazing but that's weird that like i could have all that information and i still thought like i'm just gonna like ease onto this dick <laughs> well because then practically yeah it's different <laughs> yeah. Uh, like in the science lab is different from you know yeah your practical knowledge <laughs> i can just back up onto this right <laughs> It just goes in, like, by itself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's kind of thought how I thought, too. Like, no needs to put a thing anywhere. Yeah. It's just going to, like... needs to be spread over... Yeah, yeah, it's going to, like, find, just yeah, find its, its way. Yeah, it's going to find its way. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of a great philosophy. It'll all just happen. It'll yeah. just figure itself out. Um, so then after that, did you... Ca- you started casually having sex, or did you have another... Um, the, partner or, uh, I mean the, the guy that I was seeing, uh, uh, 
he, I mean, that was a very, like, that was a relationship, but at the same time, he was very uh, closed off emotionally mm. to a certain extent. He def- we, were, we were definitely in a relationship and even like, <laughs> but it was like, I'm being very literal where we did not say that we love each other through the uh-huh. entire relationship. Uh, after it was over, it was more like, yeah, we dated for three years. And it was like, oh, it's like, we can actually admit that we dated now. Like, <laughs> oh, like, oh yeah. interesting. Interesting yeah. how now we can do it now that it's over. Uh, <laughs> so there was a lot of like that, but that would be uh, akin to that personality type, perhaps, uh, it was also an open relationship. Okay. So it was, you know, there was a, a, we had a good, like, uh, good situation there. It was, for the most part, it was very, like, I, I still had terrible boundaries and things like that. So I don't know how much more I could have asked for in terms of that, uh, like, what I needed and things mm-hmm. like that. But well, uh, you're young. You know, exactly. You, yeah, you don't I know. I didn't and... know. I didn't have it all figured out. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I did, I did have like, everything else was mostly casual. It was more, it was more in the setup of, for me anyway, it was more in the setup of I had a primary partner mm-hmm. and then I could indulge in other things on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't really have any inclination to, to do so, to court more than multiple partners to have. Um, so you weren't feeling the poly uh, yeah. vibes. I'm not, I mean like I, you know, here and there I did like mm-hmm. I kind of, I, I did like the openness of it that I could indulge if in you it, wanted to, if I wanted to, but it wasn't really necessary for me. I'm, 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 I'm pretty flexible in terms of when it comes to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you said you're bi, so yes. did you happen to see ladies? Or? I, from time to time, I find for, I don't know, for whatever reason, I find ladies are a little harder to approach, partly because I'm more passive, mm-hmm. um, but uh, but also I found... I found I found I found women a little more impenetrable when mm. it comes to kind of making a connection with them whereas uh, with guys it was a little well a little easier. Yeah, it, well it's more obvious what's it's more happening. Obvious, with exactly. women I feel like you have to flirt super so hard for them to be like, "Oh, they're flirting with yeah. me." We're not just chatting exactly. like two friends yeah. chatting. It's like Two oh, women chatting. Oh, we're, this is a coffee date. Yeah. <laughs> not... Whereas it's so obvious if it's yes. like, let's grab a coffee sometime with a guy. Yeah, it's like, absolutely. well, <laughs> yeah. obviously yeah. it's not two friends unless we have this long established friendship exactly. where it's like, want to go for lunch? Sure. Uh, yeah, two yes. two kind of newish people that are meeting each other. Getting to know one another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to go out for a coffee with me, if a girl says that to a guy or it, vice versa, yeah. it's very obvious yes. what that is. Whereas girls, it's like, it could be so let's have a new friendship. Yes. Maybe. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I find that too. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like women, though, that are – it's also happened to me where – where I've done that, where I thought I needed to like flirt really hard, but the person was already so aware of of it. And, and somebody, some lady at one point said to another friend of mine, Aaron was flirting really hard with me that night. And I was like, Oh no. I just thought you weren't getting it. (laughs) Because usually, you know, they don't, you know, and they're like, no, I was, I was on to you. I'm like, how embarrassing. Why didn't you say it? I know. Why didn't you just say something? I thought it was to keep like. But then that's such a hard thing to approach as well. 
like in yeah. a female uh, relationship, she'd be like, uh, I am not interested. Yeah, like, uh, like yeah. I know what I know, I know what, what you're, you're trying doing. to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> if you just said no, I would have not anymore though. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, so that that part uh I found in uh a lot of uh, I don't know, in a lot of relationships that I was pursuing, I had a lot of um the ex still being a big thing in the picture. Ah. So there was a lot of like, do you like me? You talk about your ex a lot. Why uh. is this normal? Are you really hung up on your ex? Are you just, is this what you know how to talk about? Like, it, it was just really like a lot of that. Uh, there was a lot of, um, uh, I remember trying to go on a date with a lady mm-hmm. who um, was, I don't know what was going on here. And I, I like, this was someone who I met uh, online where I, I was like, is this a situation where she was just kind of maybe just trying trying to see if she wanted to make a connection with a lady and then kind of was chickening oh. out or something oh. like that. But what, what was going on was she, we had planned to like meet downtown to go for drinks after work. And then uh, so she was like, okay, message me after, uh, after work. And so I did. And she was like, oh, uh, I'm just going to hit the gym. And let's meet uh, after that. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, hit the gym. Like, like I'm done work. Before There's the no, date? Bef- like, exactly. And I'm looking at my watch thinking like, so like, I'm, you're going to hit the gym. Like, that's what? Like, minimum 30 minutes workout. And then you're going to hopefully take a shower. <laughs> And then get ready for the date, I figure, uh, unless you're going to come showered and flushed from the gym. I'm not sure uh, what what that's going to go. Uh, what that means. But, but yeah, but, but <clears throat> it was just kind of got to the point of where I was sort of like, well, uh, I, I guess I'll go home then for a little while if you're going to. If you're, gonna if you're going to, home. Yeah, yeah if, if you're, you're doing something else, like you can't just kill a few hours down here. By myself, we're just gonna like go to a bar and start drinking. <laughs> yeah, that's what you want. You show up from the gym. <laughs> that's not what you want. Yeah, so that yeah, that was the thing where like and little things like that kept happening where it was sort of like, okay, you don't want to go out with me. You or, said you did, and then yeah. now then it's yeah. Yeah. yeah so it was I a lot you. of yeah, a lot of weird elusive yeah, it's just like a lot of weird elusiveness, a lot of not being sure. That the messages have been conveyed properly. Yeah, that's been, it's a little more uh, awkward in my relationships with women uh, where it's been a little more, a little more obvious and straightforward. And I haven't had to do any work. Oh, so, so easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine being on Bumble where you got to, uh, you got to always. But that's what I like about it. I like the the idea that you're reprogramming that behavior because I didn't like that I was so passive about it. I found, I kind of wonder like what, what I would have been able to uh, find for myself if I had perhaps been a little more proactive about yeah developed more developed of a, a list of here's what I am looking for and found mm-hmm. tried to find that in the profiles and even just rewiring those habits exactly you know. and rewiring the habits as well so I kind of I really like that idea of, yeah. of that platform a lot yeah whereas if you yeah if you were out somewhere and saw a cute guy I you would just, say would hi just, yeah exactly instead of awkwardly trying to make eye contact until he maybe yeah. would come and talk to me maybe. and then he doesn't and it's like well shit yeah now well, i'm not getting laid tonight yeah my, yeah my whole game was looking awkwardly at that guy yeah yeah why <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> so dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally get it. Yeah. Oh my god, Amanda, we're pretty much at time here. Ah. We can chat. We know how to podcast. Oh, sure. yeah. <laughs> We've done it a couple times yeah. before. Um, tell our listeners, what do you do? You have things going oh on gosh. lately? I, I sure do. I have. Uh, first of all, uh, I'm. Uh, I do uh, hotbox comedy. Uh, I do stoner comedy hotbox cafe every Thursday at seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. That's a uh, uh, stoner friendly uh, show uh, that takes place in Kensington Market. Uh, so do check that out if you if you do like to smoke. Smoke the weed. Smoke the, the guys. The Marijuans. Uh, do feel free to check that out. It's always a it's always a fantastic show. It's really really fun. I'm very proud of that show. Um, I don't know when this is coming out necessarily. In a couple weeks. In a couple weeks. Yeah. Okay. Like December uh, off forward. All right. Yeah. Uh, I've got a lot of things coming up for sure, but uh, I don't know exactly the dates on that. But you can check all of my dates uh, at amandaday.net. Couldn't get dot com. <laughs> so <laughs> Amanda. So, Amanda.net definitely Great. has all my show dates to keep that calendar really up to date. Uh, I've huh. got some Tinder Tales shows coming up. If you if you have this out before December twentieth, that'll mm-hmm. be my uh, there will be a Tinder Tales show that I will have going on at the Night Owl. So that'll be fun. You can hear me tell uh, the more story, dating stories, the story of that guy that I fucked while he was high on speed. Wow, <laughs> nice. Indulge in the story. Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> I'll be telling that old chestnut. <laughs> Great. Uh, uh, you can check all my other show dates at amandaday.net, like I said. And, uh, yeah, you listen to the Date Fail podcast. Yeah, listen to Date yeah, Fail. Like this and more stories. <laughs> <laughs> this is Amanda Day once again, everybody. Thanks so much, Amanda. Thank you so much for I really me. appreciate it. We had a time, I think. (laughs) Um, And I am Erin Pym, and this has been the Bedpost Podcast. Uh, Check back often, guys, because we release a new episode every Friday. And if you want to see Bedpost, the stage show, the Variety uh, live show runs at the Social Capital Theater the third Friday of every month at 8 p.m. But FYI, there is no show in December, so we'll see you in January. For more information on everything Bedpost, please visit us at Facebook. uh, We're at Bedpost Erotica or on Instagram at the Bedpost sex show but lastly the bedpost podcast features original music by stephanie copeland who's amazing and she can be reached on facebook or at her website stephcopelandmusic.com <laughs>